the uh, the design uh, part that comes to India with with these projects is also going to increase. Therefore, I see in the next uh, at least four to five years the uh, IT companies thriving and thereby the design also being in much more demand these days. So welcome back to Detox, the design podcast. I am here today with Prasanna Gatkari, a UX designer from Amazon. And I'm really glad to have you, sir. Thank you for joining the show today. Hey, thanks, Sanjay. The last podcast was simply superb. And I see a lot of work you are doing for the community and it's really commendable. I most of the time end up recommending your channel to the folks who are like asking about uh, some good design podcast and definitely it's really awesome work you are doing and thanks for having me here thank you so much sir coming from coming that from you is a milestone that i would have achieved right <laughs> yeah so challenging times and i wanted yeah. to have a discussion with you about that pandemic versus design or designers in the industry so very um challenging like i said and very different scenario because we have come back to almost feels like square one again like we're back to the previous year where we are all uh, there's no nationwide lockdown as of now mm. uh, but pretty much the scenario is the same that we are all back to our homes yeah so how is this affecting the work life i know it was work from home all the time but any other challenges like what are the challenges that you're facing at work in, in this situation so sanjay i think your point is very valid a lot of people are facing uh, plenty of challenges both as a professional and uh, also in in their work as well as in their regular life and i wish all the viewers that uh, their families are safe and sound in this pandemic and while things are not really in our control uh, it's a common thing that now everyone is working from their homes, facing both challenge, like maybe kids are around, maybe they are distracted during the work, and uh, maybe there are some things that are not really in their control, like some of the family members are not well and they need to take leave. Some of the family members of the teammates are also on leave. Some of the teammates are affected by this. So overall, I think the work is getting sluggish day by day. There are a lot of dependencies, product releases are getting impacted and thereby the business overall is not really going smoothly as we expect it to go. Uh, however, on the positive side, there are a few things that we are learning gradually. That uh, First thing is that the establishments who are putting all their money in um, getting new offices don't have to really put that money and thereby I feel that some amount of profits are offsetted by that. So everyone working at home, uh, for example, some of the companies have even said that, okay, you can permanently work from home or you need to meet like uh, once a month or something like that. So. Uh, all that money that was uh, churned out in maintaining the uh, overheads such as like I said office space, the electricity bills and probably even the staff who is like taking care of the catering, plumbing and stuff like that is no longer necessary while in this new normal. So that's on the bright side we can see and uh, while if you, there was a short survey run um, by HBR recently which actually said that would you like really like to work for from home for a really long duration like maybe an year 
or maybe longer than that or maybe even permanently and lot of folks actually responded positively to that Oh. and uh, strangely i think sanjay uh, you also would be <laughs> would be really happy with that i don't know but yeah. but yeah i mean i mean folks are saying that hey I, a lot of commute time is really saved i don't really need to take out my car or get into a crowded uh, public transport and they are really happy that's very uh, true very yeah. true <laughs> and uh, talking about it like from my perspective like i have been a freelancer all my life uh so now i have a studio that i manage and everything but yes uh you're very true when you say that people are opting to work from home uh i mean they're happy to do that yes i am also very happy to do that because i like this was uh nothing new that i had to work from home because i've been doing that all my life but then uh like you said that anything and everything that can be avoided is Uh, happening now like uh, mm. you do not have to go and have a physical meeting uh so the way i look at it it's a it's a cost that is cut down uh, not only transportations and everything every meeting has a cost mm. so you, you 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 grab a coffee you have a lunch together you have dinner together so all of that correct uh, everything is happening online and uh, uh, it's equally productive so that's something that i am happy about <laughs> <laughs> that's so true i mean uh though the online meetings uh, like you said uh, have their costs uh, but there are negative costs as well in the sense that uh, while while we are saying that we are saving money by like avoiding meeting room uh, i think being the designers like we both coming from the design background and most of our audience also uh, either aspiring or are already in the design field Uh, actually have face some problems you know and and uh, and i think the primary problem is conducting user research and uh, that is where we find it slightly difficult uh, even working for this organization or talking with other designers as well i hear this quite frequently that uh, when talking with uh, with with the audience or the users or the clients it's kind of difficult to get hold of them or you kind of lose that touch with that face to face interaction sometimes you know uh, the users say something else but their body language and their facial expressions mean something else uh, and and that kind of provokes you to ask the further questions like some user will say yeah this looks good but really if you look at their face they are like totally not liking it and you need to like ask them are you sure and then the truth comes out but in this in this online meetings uh, it's quite difficult to conduct those kind of stuff um uh, are you also facing some similar problems uh, with your clients very well uh, pointed out uh, when i'm basically all concerned all all about illustrations and everything so yes uh, a very very important aspect that you pointed out that you study the behavior also of the, of the person right so uh, i remember uh, one uh, a meeting which i had when i was in hyderabad i was talking to this uh, managing director of a media house in uh, hyderabad so i had a meeting with him and we were doing some working on illustration for him. so uh, that day uh, exactly what you just told me happened that i was just saying <laughs> that okay this is this could be one of the ideas that we can take forward there were plenty of them but then i was indicating that okay this could be the one and uh, here are the other options so they that time he was not convinced 
but he said yes we can go ahead but his body language i could just understand by how he placed his hand on the table right so that won't happen in the online meetings and then we went on to discuss further and then he said yeah you're right so then i gave him the you know uh, understood my client and then i gave him the freedom also to come up like tell me some like tell me add more to what he was thinking and then he said yeah exactly what i was thinking in my mind that okay this might be might work but i also want to try these <laughs> so you know so uh, that sort of thing might not happen in the online interviews uh, in, or into interactions like you said so very true yeah i think i think that's a important point uh, again coming to the other side where we are talking about like you use illustrator i have seen so much of your awesome work like like uh, like that's really like something which i show to people and tell them look this is how to use the illustrator <laughs> uh, and illustrator uh, does not have that collaboration thing like with tools like figma where multiple people can work on the same file and you see the cursor with the names beneath it yeah uh, uh, so so where where as the very awesome and very difficult to use tool like illustrator does not have those kind of things so i i, th- I think i think uh, that is another aspects about the collaboration part that if you have the right softwares if you are well versed with those uh, that helps uh, but i think your experience uh, also would be very important to hear out here that do you face any difficulty using illustrator or yeah so that's uh, very true i mean it's not a collaborative software like xt or figma whatever we're talking about but then uh, the approach has changed 100% mm. so we do more of uh, thumbnails more more and more of thumbnails now and interns or other people who are coming on board for projects they uh, we they brainstorm together and mm. then and then we put down ideas separately like everything happens in the industry and then uh we don't directly go to illustrator as we would go before but mm. or uh, we now use procreate which is <laughs> more of uh, very handy also and it's sort of it's again a raster software not a uh what do you say vector based mm-hmm. uh but it helps us to uh move things around uh it helps us to you know uh bring our ideas to life and then final step is where we go for the illustrator if mm. it is needed if it is needed if the client requires us to scale it up if the deliverable requires or demand demands it mm-hmm. then we do it otherwise we stopped doing that we uh fix the size before itself Okay. Uh, then we work on a size which is a little bigger than next size, so mm-hmm. that even if in case the client changes his mind or something, if we want to scale it up further, then we can do it. That's how we are managing it, because it's difficult to work with Illustrator and you know have three or four people working on the same project. We cannot have that. We cannot. Mm. Freelancers who come in. and mm-hmm. who work on projects uh, this is something that uh, they also adapt very quickly because they now people are using dif- a very open to you know uh, trying new things because of mm-hmm. this pandemic and they are adapting to that so that is a really good thing uh, to the freelancers for the freelancers also mm-hmm. yeah i i think i think that's a pertinent point even for the industry so the people who are like 
thinking about that how the new normal will affect them so many of the companies uh, like we were discussing before this meeting that uh, people are worried about that how they are going to predict the new normal or how they are going to uh, predict the upcoming pandemic or such situation so yeah, i personally don't think that <laughs> i am a good astrologer there <laughs> but but honestly speaking uh, the short story is that we can't like there was a share market crash in 2008 the situation got really bad in very short time this is something similar to that now um, though though i feel that yes uh, the salaries or the kind of new structure uh, under which people will be offering uh, the new salary structure for example they will include components such as components for healthcare components for the you know, taking leaves if someone is ill or the wellness policies will change so so entire structure will change and uh, companies are like kind of cashing on it these days i have observed like for example people who are trying to get into new jobs are often negotiated for slightly lower salary uh, and it, it it's becoming kind of difficult for the people so i i think i, I think it's important for uh, the folks who are like getting into inter- industry either afresh or trying to look out for the new avenues uh, there are a couple of things which i think we can share on that uh, so so the first thing that uh, i would say that whatever you do keep all your work online like that that sometimes is uh, is very obvious that you have to show your portfolio but some people tend to uh, still believe that a physical portfolio has value particularly people who come from product design background who have got working products they often end up uh, doing hand sketches and stuff like that it's it's better to learn uh, the new skills and put everything online and show something some of the skills for example instead of hand sketching or to complement hand sketching after hand sketching maybe you can scan it and uh, like you have said procreate or photoshop can be used to like create a better version of that and uh, that's the first thing so learn the new skills because new times requires new skills that will make you more attractive to the market maybe it will make you more uh, more efficient in using the tools that you will be learning in your company and the second tip is about uh, not to do so much with the design field but uh, something to do with the, the way you work and it applies not only to designers but also to non designers uh, so whenever you are inter- giving an interview tell instances where you actually have uh, uh, have collaborated online and help folks with uh, something uh, about online collaboration like for example if some you are unable to reach a certain person over the uh, over a zoom call or over even the phone then you need to like take a step back and uh, kind of know the routes by which you can ask his or her manager and say that hey if this person is not reachable is there someone else who can take over that piece just to avoid impacting delays so this kind of examples kind of uh, put you into a good light which which many of the other candidates may not be able to pursue <laughs> so uh, what's your thoughts on this sanjay i mean uh, you must be also facing some similar situation right yeah very very interesting perspective and yes there is a, a, like you said we can see a fall in ctc uh because of this uh, situation and now there are uh, aspirants or uh, designers who are just graduating uh facing it difficult facing difficult situations as in core uh, the the design field that they are graduating in let's say industrial design right now there might not be as many industrial design position designer positions as mm. you have in ui ux right correct so 
one needs to understand trends and also keep in sync with whatever is happening and how the design industry is evolving and what what are the what is the need of the industry right now because i wouldn't say that okay you can just straight away switch your domain and everything <laughs> right it has to i mean if you want to then definitely people can do that it's not a big deal we lot of people have done that you yourself have done that you've done from you based on your interest and you've moved on to uh, ux from product right so uh, i've done transportation design <laughs> yeah. i've i'm into illustrations and everything so uh, it totally depends on what the person really wants to do it but it's a good thing to be in sync with the industry what is happening how is it evolving and then there are uh, questions for let's say uh, talking to this freelancer recently uh, who was working with me on a project and he said so we see so i personally saw a lot of projects being st- uh, getting stalled and you know mm-hmm. clients are uh, saying that okay we're not certain if we want to take this forward because uh, mm-hmm. our product is getting lo- uh, delayed you know so our work is mostly based on their launch so because it's something they use to uh, show their product outside mm. so if the launch is getting delayed our work is also getting delayed so we have a gap in between so what do we do we what do we how do we get more clients you know so stuff like that how how do freelancers get more clients or get more projects during this situation is uh, so i faced uh, not this bad situation before but uh, like i said i've always been a freelancer so there were times when i did not have a project for 6 months yeah i have been there oh. times when i was just you know freelancing before i even had a design education wow so no project so luckily i was into exhibitions and everything during that time so i used to exhibit my artworks and <laughs> i used to oh. explore like create the kind of work that i want to work like i want to work in the industry so if i want to work in food industry i would create illustrations based on food industry oh that's interesting so, so it's sort of a reverse engineering kind of a thing here <laughs> that uh, i mean it's not a, a rocket science but it was just i think pure logic that uh, struck me back then <laughs> like i want to reach there so let's just make something that they might want you know so that kind of did uh, land me up uh, good projects after that so uh, that kind of really helps uh, i think in the same situation here right now so again going back to what the industry needs everything is digital 100% mm, 100% totally. digital so like you said everything has to be digitized your work your portfolio everything everything so learning new things digitally and working on your skills digitally definitely works for especially for the freelancers because they have to manage everything about the project they are not in a company they have to do everything yeah so Correct. that is something that i would uh, add to this uh, whole topic about you know <laughs> the the jobs and uh, projects in the freelancing thing so uh, but one uh, one thing i would want to ask uh, from you is so uh when you talk about the projects for the future right now 
uh it there's still a lot of uncertainty uh i mean it's been more than one and a half years there's still a lot of uncertainty so how do you design for the future which is uncertain uh that's a very important question and uh, especially for folks who are from design background this is more relevant because because i have seen like there are quite a lot of designers who don't grasp the actual business intent or the business need for their designs and uh, that is where i think more of more and more designers should step in talk with the product manager talk with the business stakeholders and try to understand that what are their plans uh, in order to like launch a new product so they might ask questions like uh, say 2 years from now where do you see this product moving or how do you uh, or speak with marketing folks and ask them that hey now where Uh, do we see our product uh, or how many user base do you see increased in the next two years or something like that that will kind of give you the idea uh, that where the business is heading so that is one thing however in certain scenarios the designers have to take up steps and uh, think about the ways they can improve the user experience in this new normal for example uh, there are certain features that uh, that are being included day by day for example the true color now has a screen which basically tells the emergency numbers and uh, there are other features that are being built in those are from the user experience point of view a product manager may not necessarily think about them so in order to make your design future proof uh, just do two things so designers are inherently like you said are good at empathy so you need to empathize that say this new way of working continues for say next one year what the users would want to see in their product or in their service uh and the second thing which is that they need to collaborate more collaborate more in the sense that it's not like you're sitting in the office and talking with a pm you might have to more frequently meet the folks who are outside of your industry maybe talk with someone maybe from communication industry if you come from a service industry and try to learn things and try to join hands with them if if it comes to that so that you can collaborate in a better way uh, get more better ideas and see overall where the industry is heading and you can take up the features which they might launch for example you might have to uh, for example a user from the user's perspective attending his meeting is as important as uh, booking their lunch or dinner on swiggy so how about having a, having a feature that actually allows you to do that so if you are launching a service you can actually allow the uh, allow a short break in between so the software itself tells you that hey you have been talking for last two hours how about giving a short break or something of features of that sort to work in this new normal so that is what helps very interesting very interesting uh, and understanding the situation uh, like you said like most uh, i've seen a few people who completely missed the target when it comes to understanding the situation it's the most crucial part of uh, i think any project if we do not understand the situation or able to forecast the situation based on our observations it's <laughs> that is very crucial when we're talking about that challenges in the industry the how we are thinking about work in a scenario which is not certain which is not clear ambiguous uh, so what about the same situation for design aspirants who want to study design because i'm asking you this because the 2020 batch who <clears throat> made it to nid made it to idc 
these premier colleges which have beautiful campuses amazing yeah. campus life amazing exchange peer to peer learning even the batches are also designed in a such a way that every student of that class is different and they will add something or the other to the next student yeah that is true so now they are learning remotely so is there something that we could do about this or is there uh, something that could come which would you know make it make this whole experience because the situation is going to stay for for a while how can we improve this or what is your uh, take on this situation for students so from students aspect there are there are a few things so like sanjay you spoke previously about keeping that thing in the mind that you have to adapt yourself as per the industry and as per the where we are heading and building those skills which which you need to do uh, or building those skills which are relevant to the industry so tying into that right uh, even while studying or even while collaborating uh, the the way you communicate or the way you uh, share your information across the different channels for example with your fellow classmates you need to be be more overt in the sense that you have to be more explicit so it's it's something that you have to uh, speak your thoughts out and you have to tell them that what are your ideas instead of simply like sketching or because uh, even with sketching it kind of becomes difficult uh, with sketching on the screens that's where the students might want to invest in some of the good tablets like for example wacom can be a good one where you can connect and simply sketch out a new idea and show it to the folks um like the same thing they will be doing in the industry ultimately so that is that is one thing and uh, the second thing is that preparing everything to be g- digital and i think the if if a professor is say uh, getting into more and more physical aspects for example manufacturing cannot be like simply digi- digitized in in a uh, in a short span so that is where you should focus more of the questions to the professors uh, based on their industry expertise or academic expertise that hey how do we do this in the new situation and maybe the professors who are the brilliant mind in the academics might actually tell better ideas to learn and maybe even consider you teaching something that are more relevant in this uh, current domain uh, so so the industries are looking for the folks who are able to like thrive in this new way of working and and that is that is where your thing comes in that uh, you actually want to show that what are the different ways that you have worked with your fellow candidates how you have like cross pollinated with the different uh, different people in your batch like you said about the peer learning right so the peer, so the peer learning will happen only when you are like more and more expressive you tell more of your ideas and maybe your classes will get slightly longer maybe your collaborations will get slightly longer but at the same time that is how they will be operating in the industry as well so that's that's what do you think about that i mean you yourself have to been in the italian institute so uh, you can share about that as well so uh, what i feel is what i have noticed is that uh, design is not something that can be just uh, you know it's not a rule book it's mm. not something that can be okay this you read this book you get to know mm-hmm. what this is it's not that so yeah. it's not about realizations it's about your perceptions it's about how you uh, research how you find out things so this whole process it's a process and yeah. this takes time for this thing to uh, happen you might also want to put yourself mm-hmm. into different contexts 
because you dif- experience different things in different contexts and every context has its own challenges has its own pros and cons which so, a designer has to or a design student has to understand right so uh, what i had the kind of education that i have had in italy was that they would just leave, leave me <laughs> open to the context and i have to figure out and similarly i see i mean uh, this could be a common thing in design education as a person as a design student you have to evolve right i have to learn so at this point where we're talking about expressing explicitly like you just mentioned one thought that just came into my mind was that imagining my professor just telling me things okay sanjay uh, you need to do this 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 to make this better now i'm getting instructions now i'm getting the right way i am not going through the process of finding it myself but i am sure that our educators design educators who are at this premier institutions they are so skilled mm. that they would still find a way to put students through that process so that is something very interesting for me uh, how the teaching methodology has changed through online uh and everything but uh i'm sure they would have uh, like uh already designed a way how to do it because they've been taking right. classes and everything they would have definitely they are designers themselves but uh it's a very different uh i mean having that offline thing online which i also do try to incorporate when i'm teaching students or aspirants that uh mm. you need to do this so all my exercises are based like that only so we don't have exercises which would just give you okay solve this solve that still ask them to uh, force them to put themselves or imagine themselves in a different context at least for now uh, if i'm not pushing them to go outside now <laughs> but yeah at least at least now i'm trying to give them those at least visuals relevant visuals of that context so at least they understand what the context is and they are able to imagine themselves in that context so it's a very interesting switch i have not experienced it first time but yeah um, i'm sure that our design educators are doing a really good job with this for sure about design uh, education I've had this uh, aspirant uh, who just left a message saying that do you think uh, the future of design education you know is it relevant how relevant is design in future in these current times what would you uh, like to say to that oh actually i feel that design has become even more relevant i will tell uh, there are there are couple of points i can tell in that defense so the one thing is that see like like traditionally uh, all the it companies or all this it comp- uh, all this it culture is thriving in india because lot of work from us and other countries is flowing into india uh, and a lot of these include design artifacts such as many of them would ask you to design screens uh, that's where the ui ux uh, field is kind of catching up really fast and sadly other fields are taking a back seat 
and the flow of work now in this new normal is going to increase because in US the companies would have been on even tighter budget now and they would prefer to outsource more of the artifacts to India and that is where the uh, the design uh, part that comes to India with, with these projects is also going to increase. Therefore, I see in the next uh, at least four to five years, the uh, IT companies thriving and thereby the design also being in much more demand these days. Uh, that is the first point. And the second point is that with, with more and more collaborative culture, you are no longer bound to a particular boundary. And uh, that is where uh, you need to design new systems and uh, you have to take care of the changes in the industry. So like you rightly said that, that you, have to, uh, you have to be careful and uh, the, our educators are also skilled enough to take this into account. You yourself are doing that quite a bit, like you are, you are setting up your exercises for um, making the student used to, used to this kind of uh, circumstances. So I feel that that is where all of us are heading. So for example, you are also kind of designing those things. Uh, designing your exercises, your question papers and all the training material that you are giving to students. So I think I think that is the exact point which even I was saying and probably you can also tell that how you uh, feel that uh, we, we are kind of converging into design field because you also teach design, right? So maybe you can you can tell uh, tell that how do you feel that the design is going to grow in the future? Uh, so my, my, my opinion or what I think is about design it's uh i mean there's nothing to context with what you just said contest with what you just said that uh it's going it is more relevant uh as of now uh more than ever because <laughs> challenging times situations that we've never seen uh interactions that we are having which are different uh calls for different products call for different uh solutions a uh, lot of research is going on a lot of uh, uh uh, research in different industries so I had the opportunity to talk to different uh, design students who are graduating mm -hmm. so uh, they their perspective has changed how uh, you know uh, it is more relevant to what is happening right now and uh, if you talk about the curriculum what the design institutes are teaching. For example, NID may, uh, if you talk about new media design, mm -hmm. they don't have a set curriculum. Their curriculum mm. changes every batch. <laughs> so one thing that these this batch has, uh, you know, studied or gone through, the next batch might not because it's new media design, it evolves continuously. Okay. Right. So I think Design education is not your uh, NCRT books or engineering <laughs> books or medical books. Yeah. Uh, they are, this is different. So it is evolving and it will keep evolving. For the design aspirants, uh, what I would like to say is that uh, you have to be a little uh, more active when you're preparing mm. for design entrance exams uh, because the peer-to-peer -peer learning ha is reduced now mm. right for for aspirants also it is it is it has reduced so uh, try to find ways try to understand design first like that is i think more important now in this situation uh, because it is changing 
so mm. understanding this change is itself a good subject to start from that's what i feel about the uh, for the aspirants at least uh, and then <clears throat> there are questions about how to uh, about the mentality right now mm. so change in times change in the atmosphere at home uh mm-hmm. everybody is at home we are not used to having all our yeah. members at home <laughs> all the time <laughs> yeah no no i agree <laughs> so how do you practice or how do you concentrate how do you uh you know uh, manage your preparation in this so for some it is disturbing environment for some it is yeah chaotic for some it is a uh, boring environment for some it is too much happening yeah you know we don't know so how to uh, you know tune your mentality uh, for this uh, particular situation what do you what would you like to say about that uh, okay okay like like you rightly said right there are people who thrive in this environment uh, for example there are people who actually like uh, having everyone at home and uh, their mom giving them nice food and everyone like uh, they they <laughs> you know that kind of thing uh, how, how, however you know there are uh, so in in this new new situation now the problem is that you cannot experience the world outside as as earlier or before this pandemic happened we used to for example i would go out and sketch some live scenery to prepare for my exams uh, so those all things can't be done however what can be done is uh, you can mark first of all observe yourself what are your productive periods uh, like uh, like for example i am highly productive in the morning and uh, after my lunch or something i kind of get a bit drowsy and uh, that that is the time when i actually keep my meeting so it's better so i'm better at talking with folks and uh, chasing away my sleep Uh, rather than keeping the meetings in the morning so even with my team right uh, we have have this uh, have this norm amongst us that whatever you work you want to do because most of the people are early risers and they are like the morning people so they like sit together they, they, we never have meetings in the morning all the meetings are beyond 11 o'clock so that is like like we have set ourselves the same can can be desi- can be done for the design aspirants as well so mark your periods of high productivity pick up the things that you are really weak uh, and and chase those things in that high productivity hours keep them about one or two hours for yourself ask whosoever is in your house to just collaborate with you in that time not to disturb you if if that's your thing otherwise to disturb you if if you like that happening <laughs> <laughs> right right uh, so so the another point is that uh, about the tools also that you use uh so now now uh many folks whom i was uh, guiding for seed and nid uh, actually are facing one more difficulty so for example this year iisc uh, did not allow students to present their portfolios so despite of the students spending like hours and hours together in building a portfolio the iisc said that hey recently iisc interviews were there and they said that just describe your project to us so uh, some of the students were really annoyed by that that they had like taken leaves and created beautiful portfolio and no i see won't see that uh how also that becomes even more pertinent to uh call up the institute and see the see the see what format they are going to conduct and be careful of not wasting your time or to invest your time in something that's going to give you better output 
so that's another thing that i'll tell for students are you facing some similar experience with the folks you are helping with very 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 valid point and yes there was a lot of disappointment when that happened with uh, you know the institutes were not looking for portfolios and they wanted to go ahead with the scores itself Mm. so that was a little uh, turn off for a little disappointing for all the design aspirants uh, with whom i was in touch with but unfortunately uh, that was their way out for that batch mm. so we couldn't do anything about it but yes uh, knowing in advance like what is required like you said sorts out a lot of things i have only one thing to say to the design aspirants about this understanding your field understanding what you're applying to because the way you, the the moment i say interaction they just say that okay i'm designing this screen i'm designing that screen <laughs> i'm designing this app i'm designing this website no interaction is a lot more than that interaction mm-hmm. is not just your digital screens mm-hmm. so that is very important to understand your field when i say understand your field it, it it has to again come back to the point of understanding what is happening in the industry in your field so that is very important because e- even if even if iic had asked you to just explain your projects if it was something that was relevant in that industry then the panel would have loved it like even if they did not see your work they would have loved it okay yeah. guy is just sounding very relevant like he is uh, coming up with ideas which are like solving the problems that are now so uh, that is something that i would really want to say to the aspirants and uh, things like they did not see our work they did not see what we worked for but they had the opportunity of telling them in person or in a or uh, online mm-hmm. i think making the most of what we have is also part of being a designer leaving out what we do not have at hand and focusing on what we have is uh, something that every aspirant must do at this point uh, that's what i would really want to say about this uh, <laughs> from my side to this thing Yeah. So, uh, thank you uh, so much, sir, for joining uh, me on this episode. And I am really glad that we could have this uh, discussion, and I could have this discussion with you. I could learn a lot of things from you about the industry and how people are managing, you managing, working in this situation, and uh, also helpful for design students and aspirants. What to expect? At least some. guidance if not the only guidance but some guidance <laughs> right so uh, this would definitely help and thanks again for joining me on the podcast today thanks a lot sanjay for conducting this session i mean i'm really glad that uh, you are doing this really phenomenal work and your youtube channel the number of subscribers i have actually increased in this uh, new normal i think and and they will keep on increasing with uh, with your new series coming up i am pretty sure that uh, you are doing great and thanks a lot for inviting me to this conversation it was really awesome talking with you it's a pleasure sir it's a pleasure <laughs> it's a pleasure too thanks a lot